Hello, I'm Pastor Donnie Jester, Grace Redemption Church. I'm so glad that you could tune in today to watch this program. We have been doing a series on God's supernatural provision. And I want to read a scripture with you today, and we're going to start it in the book of Mark, chapter 4. To give you time to find it in the Word, Mark chapter 4 in your Bible. And I want to share with you, if you want to become a partner with this ministry, you'll see the address on the screen. You'll also see text to give. Uh, I believe it's good ground to sow in if you want to send an offering. I really believe that blessing will come in your life because remember this, the seed is incorruptible and the ground know what to do. It's up to the sower. So when you sow, be sure you sow with a purpose. Be sure, be sure that you sow precision-wise. Be precise in your giving what God tells you to do. If he tells you not to give anything, don't give nothing. But turn with me, please, to the book of Mark's Gospel, chapter 4. Jesus said these words in verse 26. The kingdom of God is as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise day and night, or night and day. And the seed should spring up and grow up and he knoweth not how. You see, in this teaching of supernatural provision, where we're at right now in our life, all of this is designed to breed fear, doubt, and unbelief, and panic. I want you to know that God is right here with you. He hasn't left you. And when you begin to sow seed into the ground, when you begin to understand that whatever money that you give to the kingdom of God, whether you're paying your tithes or giving an offering above your tithes, sowing seed, you've got to know that even your tithe, God takes it and invests it into your life later on in the future. You never lose it. It goes into your future. So when we sow seed in the ground, we sleep, we get up. We don't know how, but it grows. See, a lot of times I liken the, the seed to your faith. Every, to every man has been given the measure of faith. You, you, you don't need more faith. You just have to grow what you have. And you release your faith by releasing your words. When you pray for somebody in the name of Jesus, right then, you're releasing your faith. Faith is going out. But the more of revelation knowledge, the more of the word you get, the more your faith is going to grow. And, and I assure you today that we serve a God that will cause supernatural provision to come. The seeds that you've sown will begin to grow. I, I'm going to be so bold to probably say this. Years ago, I was really struggling, and I heard this preacher say on TV, he said, I will never be broke another day in my life. And uh, I heard that. And he had a big church, big ministry, which I did not. And I'll never forget one day I said that. 
I'll never be broke another day in my life. I felt real strange saying that because the poverty mentality mindset that has certainly been around in our circles through the years. You know, the poorer you are, the holier you are. You ever heard that? Lord, you keep him humble, we'll keep him poor. Sure. Or it's a hard old way or nothing ever good happens to us. I didn't realize that when we say we're sowing. So I begin to say that I'll never be broke another day in my life. And you know what happened? Those words that were sown went in to my heart, to good ground, because my heart was fertile then. I was ready. I thought, what have I got to lose? You say, well, you just name it, claim it, and blab it, and grab it. Well, why not name it, and claim it, and blab it, and grab it, and get it? Why not understand that confession does bring possession? You are what you teach. You are what you say. And I can tell this in our church that the people are excited. They want me to teach on supernatural provision because they're beginning to see things break off of their life. All this, this crust of mindset of saying, you know, it's, it's, it's never enough and, and God's, God wants us to struggle. No, He doesn't want you to struggle. As I told you a few programs before, my dad didn't want me to struggle. He wanted me to be provided for. He wanted to care for me. My Heavenly Father wants me to have good things, and He wants you to have good things. Well, I think there's more important things than their money. Well, I understand there's more important things than money. The blood of Jesus is more important than money. But if you're going to live in this world and go through crisis, you're going to have to have a God that's a supernatural provisionary, a God that will cause prevision to come in your life to already have it available and ready, waiting on you when you need it. That's the thing you have to realize. So when you and I begin to say we're sowing, you know, in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, Jesus said these words. What a great faith teacher. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, huh? Did you hear it? This mountain, be thou removed and cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that the things that he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. So there's an important part of telling everybody, even if you're struggling, you say, well, bless God, I don't want to say something that I don't have. Honey, please understand this. The Bible said, Abraham, the father of faith, in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, he called those things that be not as though they were. You just got to open your mouth and when you say you're sowing, You've got to say against all the odds that's against you. You may not have two nickels to rub together, but you need to say, I'll never be broke another day in my life. You need to say that healing is provided for me. I believe that I received my healing because if I was healed, I am healed. You, you've got to understand that God has so many nuggets in this word. When you look at this precious book, there's 66 books in the Bible, 1,189 chapters, over 800,000 words. There's so many blessings in here that you and I are not living up to the privileges that God wants us to live up to. He wants you to be blessed so you can be a blessing. He wants you to help fund the kingdom because the devil's crowd's not going to fund the kingdom. I've never got a check from the devil's crowd. 
only when they were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the, the kingdom of his dear son. But what I want you to look at here is that the seed that you begin to plant into your heart and speak it out of your mouth. The revelation knowledge that you have and the more time you give to the, the understanding of the kingdom principles, you'll begin to see increase come into your life. And when we are in the right now, we're in a time that really we should be struggling. But God is blessing. And the only reason I offer you to give to the ministry, because it's good ground. And I really believe that God will bless you in money or something money can't buy. But God is my source. And He will provide. And the, the good news is that God wants to be your source. He wants to provide for you. But the only way that you're going to cause that to happen is you're going to have to give Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, you're going to have to give Him space in your life. When my mother died, Jesus did not take her place. He took her space. And all of my emptiness was there that void that was there. When Jesus moved in, the devil moved out. Remember this, God is not in the duplex business. There's not room enough for the devil and God too in your heart. So today, all you need to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I accept you. I turn my back on the world and the devil's crown. I turn my back on my old friends that's taking me down the wrong pathway. And I turn my face to you. If you've done that, please write us, call us, let us know. Because God wants to make your crooked places straight. He wants to turn it around. I hope to see you next week. God bless you. Thank you for watching.